Up next, right here on Spreaker, it's your boy, the governor of Minnesota. Sports talk, that is. The big, smooth Vince Wright coming to you live with sports done right. Keep it locked. It's about time you got it right. Up next, it's your boy, the big, smooth Vince Wright, broadcasting live from the Sportstacular Governor's Mansion, the governor of sports talk, that is, and he's got your ticket to all the latest sports-related news, events, and hot topics. Are you ready to get it right? Sports Done Right, up next. Live from the office of Minnesota's number one sports authority, 
He's the governor of Sports Talk Radio, and by way of executive order, serving you a stimulating dose of sports done right. What's up, everybody? Vince Wright, sports governor, live and direct, coming to you again from the Situation Room here in the Twin Cities, Minneapolis, St. Paul. Minnesota, as they like to say, I am Vince Wright, Sports Governor, coming to you live on XSquadAffiliates.com and also on Spreaker.com as well. So glad everybody is joining me again for another Tuesday night edition of Sports Done Right. I am Vince Wright, as I said, Sports Governor, the man that loves talking sports with you. So tune in. We chilling for a couple hours. Lots of fun stuff to get into. NFL talk. The season is finally here. My Minnesota Vikings got their quarterback, y'all. What do you think of that? Yay, nay, somewhere in between like the sports governor. We'll talk about that a little later on as well. We're going to talk some Big Ten Oh, yes, the Big Ten making some leaps and jumps here in the latest poll as well. And, of course, for all my friends down south, we're going to talk about some SEC football. Of course. Because, you know, the world don't don't spin unless Alabama's playing football on Saturday. So, uh, lots to get into, man. Lots of players. We're going to kind of give you some updates here and some players to keep an eye on in both the NFL and here in the Big Ten, as well as the SEC. Um, how about Texas, man? Charlie Strong's Texas squad finally comes through with a big, big, big win. So hats off to them Longhorns down there and Coach Strom. We'll talk about that big win, uh, 50-47 to 47 over the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. And uh, Notre Dame's got some issues, man. They got some issues. Can't be playing two quarterbacks, all that fun stuff. But we'll get into that a little later on. Whoa, Nelly, how about them Wisconsin Badgers from up north of the Mason-Dixon line, as Keith Jackson used to say. Uh, they definitely frustrated the hell out of Vanessa or LSU team that really, um, you know, they just leave you scratching your head again, man. LSU, Les Miles, you know, we'll, we'll talk about it. A lot of people say, you know, the, he can't find the quarterback. I think my argument is he's actually finding quarterbacks. He's just not developing them. So we'll get into that a little bit later on as well. We also got my homies in the chat room. That's right, y'all. Only a few more days, literally three more days, and uh, we're doing the Doug Stewart weekend down in Atlanta, GA. The Gov is flying in on the jet. Can't wait to land in Atlanta and party with the people, hang out for a couple days of rest and relaxation, Georgia style. And let me get up in here real quick and welcome the early birds in here. We got the very lovely, and of course... Very curvaceous, Denise DDD Milk and Cookies. How you doing, Denise? And along with Denise up in here, we got the man that started it all, really, for everybody doing this podcast thing out of Charlotte, North Carolina. Make sure you catch realcastradio.com, and he is uh, doing his thing over there as well. So, Jungle Brother, I thank you, sir. The man that dubbed me the governor, by the way. Want to say what's up to Jungle Brother? What's going down? And, of course, we got the hammer up in here. 
He's a graduate of the largest state university in the state of Georgia, and that is not UGA. That is Georgia State. And if we talk in Georgia State and what happened to that football team, by the way, Sluggo, that's right, we talk in Sluggo. That's right, defender of your rights as his jungle brother, the former paratrooper, um, the Georgia State grad, welcome. I appreciate you popping up in here. And uh, this man joined, I think he joined us last week, by the way. So I want to say, Melvin, I appreciate you coming up in here as well, saying what's up. So big Melvin's up in here. Thanks for joining us, sir. All right. And everybody's out there just kind of saying hello. So again, you can find Vince Wright, me, the sports governor on Twitter at the big smooth one. That's the number one after the big smooth. You can also follow sports done right on Facebook. Our Facebook page is sports done right. W R I G H T. Uh, just basically ask to be let in. We will do so. And you can come up in there and, uh, politics, sports and other things with us up on the Facebook page and always make sure you're checking out X squad affiliates.com. That's our website, new and improved big things happening there. We're actually going to be doing some writing, got some blog activity going, some video stuff coming up. So lots of fun things happening, happening this weekend. Sluggo says, great question, Gov. I spent three hours in the dome, scratching my head, trying to figure out that very question. So, yeah, man, uh, tough go around there for Georgia State. But um, they're going to come up, and actually they get to face Wisconsin too, Sluggo. So all kinds of uh, fun things ahead for your squad, my friend. All right. Um, I hope everybody had a great weekend. I had a phenomenal weekend, man. Just uh, some family time, some chill time. Got some things done around the crib. And otherwise, just getting ready to take off for Atlanta Friday morning, man. So I cannot wait. Really cannot wait to touch base with all the Stewies and uh, Doug Stewart himself, the one and only. Um, Doug is the man. We're going to have him on our show. We're going to do a little interview with him for a few moments. Some of you are familiar with his work with the two live stews, him and his brother Ryan. But Doug um, is a very, very hard worker, has a very interesting story to tell. So we're going to get old Doug here in a couple weeks. So um, what else is going on here? Oh, yes. Gopher talk. Yeah, yeah. I hear you, Jungle. The groundhogs. I know. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh. Crowd not happy with last week's performance against a so-called beleaguered Oregon State team, man. But I don't know. I think, uh, you know, just by what I saw on the field, Oregon State looked like they could probably beat some lower tier teams. They, I think, are actually picked not to win a game in conference this year. But I, who, who knows, man? Who knows? But they, they looked better than what they were advertised. Gophers came out, laid an egg early on like they usually do. Um, we'll get into that a little bit later on as well. Um, so much college football to get into. Again, we talked a little bit about the Notre Dame game. Um, Ohio State putting it down. Oklahoma State putting it down. Georgia. Ooh, man, yeah, that that was a fun game with North Carolina. So all kinds of, of stuff to come up with or talk about there here on Sports Done Right tonight. We're going to have some fun music as well tonight. This is a non-steward media and entertainment show, so we're going to have some fun in the breaks with the music, kind of go old school like we used to do it as well. And, oh, is that my girl out there? Is that her? 
the wonderful Wendy Whoopi has made her way back. Welcome. How are you? And thank you for tuning in to The Gov. Hey, Melvin. Yes, the Gophers, really. I am the sports governor of Minnesota, homeboy. I'm a graduate of the university. And you may not see it reflected in the chat room, but a lot of people that are listening live to the show right now are Minnesota residents. And we got to give them their updates on the Golden Gophers, man. But don't worry. We got lots to talk about in the SEC tonight as well. ACC. I might actually check out the Georgia Tech game here um, this weekend. I think they're only playing Mercer, but, you know, the I guess the afternoon's open on the Doug Stewart side. So me and a few of the guys were talking about maybe heading over to campus and checking out a little Georgia Tech football. Oh, let's welcome the host with the most. See, that's a little battle rap for you, Fish. <laughs> anyway, y'all, you know him, you love him. One of the baddest rappers down there in the Atlanta GA area. Can't wait to finally meet John Fisher this weekend, but he is host of Cooking with the Microwave. Please welcome John, Patty Cake, Patty Cake, Microwave Fisher in the building. Oh, and I see the one and only leader of team broadcasting. Principal owner of the Selma Toros Baseball Club, semi-pro team down in Selma, Alabama, doing big things down there, and currently talking crap about your very own sports governor. I do not have 80 teams to root for, but Togo, Uganda, Coles, I will definitely add Selma, the Toros, to that list, my friend. What's going down, sir? Oh, and did the one and only... Man from Massachusetts, get up in here without me acknowledging. He did. All the way from Cape Cod, the privileged upbringing of living on the coast. All the way down to, what is it, Lithonia, Georgia? Living out there with the, the rich folks in the, in the big house side of town. He is the Tom Brady defending pocket pass it. What is this? The pocket pass it and loving Depleted ball carrying New England Cheatriot apologist himself all the way from the Cape. Give it up for Grego. What up? And we back. All right, man. So chat room's off and bumping. Glad everybody's in here. Oh, and Wendy, you just may uh, get that tune. You just may hear a little Rick James tonight. So anyway, folks, um, like I said, good weekend here with the Gov and the family. Uh, Daughter's doing big things. She's playing three sports, tennis, basketball, golf. I mean, she's doing big things. Feeling real good, man. Like I said, in in a good place right now. Feeling good. Um, getting back into the workouts, trying to eat a little, actually trying to eat a lot healthier as we got to drop some pounds here. But man, other than that, the Gov is good. We got lots of sports to get into tonight, man. I cannot wait. Jungle, what about them uh, New York Giants, man? Who's going to take that NFC East? We've talked about it on other shows, but now it is time to finally figure it out. Um, What else we got going on? Vikings, Tennessee, lots of quarterback news. Who's going to start? Uh, I do believe that 
Uh, Mr. Bradford will sit this first game. Would be smart in my opinion, but we'll get into that a little bit later on. Oh, it's John Fisher in Lithonia. My bad, my bad. <laughs> he says, Grego don't know these struggles over here. <laughs> yeah, you're probably right about that. You are probably right about that, my friend. All right, so um, what else we got going on here tonight? Um, we got, oh, did you hear? Yeah, the new... Uh, Fox Sports 1 show, Skip Bayless started today. And Troy, of all people, Troy Aikman went ham on Skip Bayless. We'll get into that in a little bit as well. So much stuff to get into. Lots of fun stuff. Like I said, I cannot wait. Um, oh, I'm just looking through the, the, the song catalog right now. Lots of good stuff coming. Uh, what else we got going down here? Oh, yeah. And, of course, the SEC. We're going to talk about Alabama football as well. You know, we saw what they did to USC. No need to really rehash the score as much. But we're going to talk about the quarter situ- quarterback situation. Because, man, let me tell you something. Uh, Mr. Hurt down there, Jalen Hurts, has just claimed that position. So who else is out here in the chat room here? We're going to head off to our first break here in a quick second. Oh, let's welcome the one and only Miss Queen up in here. The lovely Miss Queen. How you doing? Appreciate you coming by. And who else do we got in here? Oh, yeah, the one and only just in time talking about your squad. 334 Bama Boy is in here as well. I want to welcome him. Thank you guys for uh, joining us here. And man, what can you say? What can you say? All right, folks, so let's do this here. We're going to kind of take a quick little break. When we come back, we are going to get into football talk. We're going to talk some Big Ten SEC, big jumpers in the polls here, Wisconsin being key among them. So, Gov Vince Wright, Sports Done Right, will be right back. And make sure you keep it tuned here. Oh, one thing I forgot to do as well real quick. For all the folks that are out there listening on Spreaker, make sure you sign up for an account on Spreaker. And when you do, make sure that you not only hit the heart and like the show, after you find the show, make sure that you hit that cloud icon. That's the chat bubble. That'll bring you into our live chat room. We do take live phone calls as well. We'll get the phone number out here as well. That phone number is 651-968-0124. Again, 651-968-0124. And we're getting that put out in the chat room right now as well for you. So, um, oh, hold on here. We got my main man popped in. Actually, a couple of them. We got Truck D in the mix. Big Truck, what's going down, sir? And along with Truck, we got the one and only Big Pimp himself. OG is in the building. OG Dion, what's going down, sir? What's up, OG? All right, folks. So when we come back from break here, we are going to get in some football talk. We will start with our Minnesota Vikings. Um, We will talk about the big story here. Obviously, Sam Bradford has been brought in to replace Teddy Bridgewater. What happens to Teddy Bridgewater? He actually is uh, having, I think he had knee surgery today or tomorrow to go in and repair even more damage. But here we go. The Sam Bradford era. Oh, please, Lord, keep this guy healthy. Anyway, keep it tuned here. Sports done right. We'll be right 
tricks in 86 is time to build. Check out the Doug Stewart Show Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern Time right here on the Stewart Media and Entertainment Network. It's sports talk. It's guy talk. It's fun talk. Once again, that's the Doug Stewart Show. One half of the world-famous Two Live Stews, Doug Stewart. Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern Time at StewartMediaAndEntertainment.com. Trust me. You'll have more fun than you can shake a stick at. And I got one question for you. Are you not entertained, huh? Number one chief rocket jersey firm. Lonely Hearts Cafe. Spicy conversations. Vince Wright, the sports governor from Minnesota. Man, Daly Young. Microwave. Reggie Long, a.k.a. Dollars and Cents. Kicking it with you. Exco, give it to you. Coming straight from the A. Kick it with your boy, Key C, at www.keysee.com. This show covers some of the realest issues trending today. He'll keep you locked in from the first listen. You can find him online on his mobile app or at KYSII.com, XSquadAffiliates.com, iTunes, Google Play, and especially on the SME Network on Tuesdays at noon. You don't want to miss it.
live from the sports mansion near the palatial estates here in Minneapolis, Minnesota. It's sports done right. That's me. What's going down, everybody? I am Vince Wright, the sports governor, coming to you live and direct from the Situation Room here in Minneapolis, Minnesota. I want to thank my main man, Robbie Rob Mitchum, from them hot beats that you're hearing in the background. Appreciate that, sir. All right. And we are back. I want to thank you again. Sports done right, coming to you live. And, oh, look at that. First out the mix, let's welcome some new people up here in the chat room before we get down to our Minnesota Viking quarterback talk. Got to welcome, first off, my main man, North Carolina A&T Aggie Pride. You know where he's coming from. Always doing the morning workouts, looking good. Trim as, uh, uh, trim as I don't know what. But anyway, give it up for Big Griff in the building. What up, Griff? And my main man, out of Duluth, Minnesota, part of that Minnesota Mafia, holding it down up there on the lakefront, my main man, the boxing aficionado, got to give it up for RC, Mr. Ronald Cameron, up in here. What up, Ronald? And you know how he does it. Easy does it, baby. Easy does it up in here. What's up, Easy? And proper introductions, because she came in a little bit ago. I got to welcome, of course, the lovely Nunu as well. And is that Clay Davis up in here? Oh, man, where are my manners? Clay Davis as well. And, hey, man, again, thank everybody for coming out and checking out Sports Done Right tonight. Let's get it going here. Minnesota Vikings, that's right. They found their man. That's right, Sam Bradford. Oh, come on, come on, it's okay. Ladies and gentlemen, Minnesota Vikings signed Sam Bradford, you know the deal. Uh, okay, here's, here's where we are. Was it our first choice? Obviously not. But after all, the emotions have kind of calmed down. You know, I, we gave up way too much in the first round pick. But I'll address some of these draft choices later because uh, it kind of shakes out in the end a little bit. But Charlie Waters from the TwinCities.com, which is the St. Paul paper, very good. Uh, you know, I've quoted him here many times on my show, one of my favorite writers. You know, he talks about it and he says, although it was a very bold move, the Vikings made the best move they could under the circumstances in acquiring Bradford from Philadelphia. Um, he says, and, um, you know, Charlie's in the know. The Vikings probably had just two choices after losing uh, Bridgewater for the season. They could either play, obviously, with Sean Hill and figure out what to do about their situation in the offseason or try to contend this year. And that's one thing that I got to give the Vikings prop for because they are trying to contend this year. So here we are moving forward with Mr. Sam Bradford. So Bradford's very affordable uh, Philadelphia actually has to pay eight million dollars of a signing bonus, or excuse me, they have to pay eleven million uh, signing bonus for him this year. The Vikings have to pay him just seven million of the eighteen million he's set to receive this season. 
In March, Bradford is due a $4 million uh, bonus. Whether he gets it will depend on how well he plays. So he, man, (laughs) who's his agent? Shoot, sign me up, man. All right, so of all the quarterbacks who were available, Charlie Waters says Bradford was the best. With Bridgewater facing a long, uncertain rehabilitation, Bradford gives the Vikings some coverage for next year. It can be assumed that Bridgewater will be recovered by the start of next season. Now, again, this is a huge if, people, because as we know, and I'm sure we'll be, it'll be out there in the chat room shortly, is this gentleman gets injured like nobody's business himself. Yeah, he's okay if he can stay upright. But that is a huge if, and trust me, man, people are going to be holding their breath watching this guy play every down of every game that he is uh, capable of playing with the Minnesota Vikings. And, you know, and, and how your gov feels about it up here, again, this is Sports Done Right on Spreaker.com and XSquadAffiliates.com, is, you know, we're, we're past the point now. We are where we are. We got to roll with Sam Bradford, and that's what we're doing, man. We're just rolling, going to see what happens with this cat, let the dice fall where they may, and just hope for the best thing for our Minnesota Vikings because, of course, we were so – so excited for these Vikings this year, man. Um, but, hey, what can you say? What can you say? It is what it is. And let's see here. Hold on one second. No tricks in 86. It's time to build. Check out the Doug Stewart Show Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern Time right here on the Stewart Media and Entertainment Network. It's sports talk. It's guy talk. It's fun talk. Once again, that's the Doug Stewart Show. One half of the world-famous Two Live Stews. And apparently we had a little situation there. Sorry about that. But we are back. And again, back with Teddy Bridgewater. So, um, again, he either had more surgery today or tomorrow. It's going to be a long road back, but he should be back. So, yeah, we got to roll with Bradford, man. You know, Vikings fans, you've been hitting me up all week. What do you guys think out there listening to uh, the Gov's voice over here in your home state? It's time to get on the Bradford bandwagon, man. You know, the, 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 we can sit here and argue about it all day. Of course, we gave up too much with that first-round pick. But it is what it is, man. So, you know, here we go. The Bradford era begins. Um, Also, let's finish out. I'm going to come back to this as well. Because there's so much to talk about there. But uh, let's see here. Oh, also the Vikings released John Sullivan, as we talked about. Now, that's going to save our Vikings $5 million, uh, you know, against that salary cap. It's a good bet that the uh, fellow offensive lineman, Phil Lodeholt, also would have been cut as well. So that's saving another 2.25. And ironically, they expect Sullivan to maybe get a shot by, with the Chicago Bears. So it would be interesting to see if he stays within the division. Um, what else is going on here? Oh, okay. So getting back to Bradford here. And that's really all about the, uh, you know, there's only one little thing of Minnesota news that matters. That's our QB. And again, this is Sports Done Right on Spreaker.com and XSquadAffiliates.com as well. Oh, we got to welcome Miss Sluggo in the house. Lady Poochie is in here. Want to welcome you. Hope I get to see you this weekend there, Miss Sluggo. And uh, Clay Narcos Davis. Clay, 
I am going to be watching Narcos as soon as this show is over, man. I'm about halfway through season two already. And folks, if you are not watching Narcos on Netflix, man, you guys are missing out. If you haven't seen it, please make sure you check out season one. But that show is the ish. All right, so General Manager Rick Spielman out of the uh, St. Paul Pioneer Press said, um, you know, he wouldn't make any deal that jeopardizes the future of the franchise. That's a quote from him. He doesn't believe the Vikings gave up too much for the quarterback expected to replace Bridgewater. So, um, quote, he said, we felt we had a very unique opportunity to add a quarterback of Sam's caliber. We did not mortgage the future. Again, if he can stay upright, because this guy's had two torn ACLs himself. Spielman pointed out the Vikings still have eight draft picks for next year. And I guess that was something that even I didn't know about. So we got eight draft picks next year, including one in the second round, two in the third, and two in the fourth. So a little more top heavy, at least. Uh, Rick Spielman also said jeopardizing the future would have been giving up some quality young players, something he said teams wanted them to do, but he did not. So Bradford signed a two-year, $35 million contract to stay in Philadelphia, you know, as you guys remember. But Philly is on the hook for $11 million of the signing bonus he received. And as I said, the Vikings will, or excuse me, Bradford will make $7 million this season. Bradford is on the books for $13 million in 2017 with the $4 million guaranteed. Now, as you remember, Mr. Bradford, former Heisman winner from Oklahoma. And I'll be in that chat room there in a minute, you guys. Now, he was a 2008 Heisman Trophy winner. Man, I don't know. I've never been a big Oklahoma fan, I wasn't, so I was not a big fan of his. Um, although, now here's his pro stats. Although, it, um, let's see, he has completed 60% of his passes. He's thrown for almost 15,000 yards, but he has 80 interceptions compared to only 78 touchdowns. So we're definitely going to have to work on the picks. Bradford suffered a torn ACL midway through the 2013 season, and he tore that same ACL again in the preseason of 2014, as you remember. So... Um, reaction coming in here has been mixed. I would say that, you know, to give you the kind of the, the, you know, the feet on the ground here in the twin cities in Minnesota, the, the Vikings fans overall, not happy. Think, you know, obviously gave up too much, but I think that with that being said, now we are where we are. And I think you're kind of seeing people, you know, kind of calm down, starting to get behind the guy, trying to, you know, find that silver lining, trying to find the positives with Sam Bradford and, and hope that with a, a, a offensive line that's back in uh, sorts, that, you know, AP running behind them, they can open up some holes. And who knows, maybe Bradford, um, you know, starts learning the playbook, see what happens. So Sam Bradford, look for him to start game two. Um, he's definitely going to be ready by that regular season home opener with the Green Bay Packers. So Sean Hill, I will look for him to start in Tennessee this week. And speaking of Tennessee, um, just a fun little fact, uh, ex-Viking, ex-Patriot backup Matt Castle is Marcus Mariota's backup in Tennessee. So um, just a fun little fact there. All right, what else we got going on here? Uh, other Viking news, um, everybody else, I mean, again, looks good. Defense should be solid, again, barring any injuries. 
Um, I'm really impressed by what I'm seeing from the linebacking core. Chad Greenway in the twilight of his career. Greenway's looking real good. Anthony Barr is going to be solid in this league for a very, very long time as well. So, man, I cannot wait. Let me get jumping here in the chat room. Uh, Run, CNC says Vikings gave up a late first pick. Everybody was trying to fleece them Vikings. Problem is Sean Hill was so bad, no way they could get go with him, excuse me. I bet that local government made the call because nobody wanted to open up U.S. Bank Stadium on Sunday night football with him. Laugh out loud. Everybody welcoming Lady Poochie. Uh, Jungle Brother says Tom Brady tore his knee. Did the Patriots go sign someone? Hell no. Uh, This Minnesota being Minnesota, same organization that ran off Dennis Green. There goes Jungle. Off and running. (laughs) All right, man. Um, Everybody just kind of saying what's up. It looks a little earlier on here. And Grego says, the Eagles tried to screw us on a trade today. Belichick was too smart for that. Again, defending them Pats to the very end. RC says, Jungle, those Pats had Randy Moss at the height of his powers, a good defense, and the best coach in the league. Yes, we panicked. I agree. Geno would have been a better choice. And he's talking about Geno Smith with the New York Jets. Run, CNC. Oh, and I didn't even welcome Run. Uh, giving us a buzz from Columbus, Ohio. He's the... One of the Buckeye backers, but he is definitely a huge Minnesota Vikings fan. What up? Run CMC is in the joint. Appreciate you coming through, homie. Hanging with the sports governor on Sports Done Right. And again, make sure you follow me on Twitter at the Big Smooth One. Make sure you follow the show on Facebook. That's Sports Done Right. W-R-I-G-H-T. You can give us a call, 651-968-0124. And we are just having some fun talking a little football tonight. And let's see here. Uh, R.C. Clay, I was referring to that unspeakably bad trade in 89 that you were talking about. Oh, yes. We're, we had to take Herschel Walker. Yep, just had to do it. Just had to do it. But I digress here on Sports Done Right. Grego, Cassell is one tweak away from being back on the field, but Hoyer is worse and still has a job. Wendy Whoopi says Vikings need Vince Young. Always a travesty. Vince Young never got another look at in, in this NFL. And I know he kind of did a mea culpa talking about how he didn't, you know, do some things, you know, the way he should and maybe didn't take his career as seriously at times the way he should. But he definitely deserved another look. I mean, he did really good in Green Bay. Surprise cut that they let him go and. To this day, Vince Young, man, he's down at the University of Texas, you know, working down there. So I'm glad he's uh, got a gig, but should definitely be in the NFL. All right, got some tweets coming through here. Let me just say what up to the Roseville Posse over there. Sammy and the boys, what's going down? Appreciate these homies checking me out. Always on Twitter, always sending emails, checking us out here on Sports Done Right. So Sammy and the Posse, what's up? And there he is again. Also, Big Mike out of Eden Prairie, Minnesota. What's going down, sir? And he says lives over by Winter Park where the Vikings uh, trained and actually saw the ambulance going to pick Teddy up. Man, mm-hmm. sad, sad, sad. All right. So, anyway, back to our Minnesota Vikings here. Um, I expect big things. 
Hopefully, <laughs> I really do. I was just, man, I was so psyched for this season, people. I really was. And I'm still, as you can probably tell, um, in my voice, very, very bummed out by this. Um, you know, when when I first heard what happened to Big Teddy here, man, I was very, very, very mortified, very, very bummed out. And, you know, it is what it is now. So with that being said, man, we just... We just got to keep going. And Vikings fans, let's just show up. Let's get behind Bradford. He's our quarterback now. And let's just see what happens. We ain't got a choice, actually. So, I mean, you know, you know, it is what it is. We have no choice. Oh, man. All right, folks. So what else is going on here? Oh, one other thing I wanted to touch on here real quick. Um, Troy Aikman, I don't know if you heard this story. I got this from MSN. Now, Troy Aikman has gone in and has not been a fan of Skip Bayless um, back to the first take days where, or actually was pre that. Um, And what had happened was, um, and I'll just kind of go from the story here. I'll kind of paraphrase it. But uh, Bayless back in the 1990s insinuated that Troy Aikman was gay. He had no proof. He had no nothing and literally just threw it out there that Troy Aikman was gay and ran with the story for years and actually to this day. So Aikman, not happy that Fox Sports 1 decided to bring Skip over for that new show with um, Shannon Sharp which debuted today. So I read a couple reviews of it that were not favorable, basically just said it's its first take on a different channel. But it really irked Troy Aikman to the point that he may have thought about, I don't want to say leaving Fox, because, you know, he's set to cover the uh, next Super Bowl here. Troy Aikman makes good money. He's one of the more popular commentary uh, commentators, excuse me, on TV, and I, I really like him, and I, and I hated him. I, he, I actually, I liked him at UCLA and hated him, you know, in uh, the pros for his I just hate the Cowboys. But it was just funny to come across this story. Uh, uh, here's what Troy Aikman said. To say I'm disappointed in the hiring of Skip Bayless would be an enormous understatement. Clearly, Fox Sports president, Jamie Horowitz and I have a difference of opinion when it comes to building a successful organization. Wow. I believe success is achieved by acquiring and developing talent, respected and credible individuals, none of which applies to Skip Bayless, unquote. Damn. Woo. Man. Look at homeboy. And in this corner, woo, Aikman coming out hard. Also went on to say, I'm upset about it because it was made up again, talking about the gay rumor. And there was nothing accurate about anything that was insinuated, Aikman said. And he did it, and as he does everything, just for attention. I had the pleasure of... Very briefly meeting Troy Aikman about a year and a half ago, I was walking through 
Um, I was just got off work. We have these skyways in Minneapolis because in the wintertime it's cold. So basically most of downtown is connected um, by these indoor skyways that go from building to building, block to block. And Troy and a very, very pretty blonde number were walking by. And I recognized them and just said, hey, you know, big fan real quick. And, you know, Troy ain't a small guy. You know, he's not as big as the Gov, but, you know, he ain't a small dude. But this is what Bayless does, man. So it'll be interesting to see. Now, I have not watched the show, so I really got to withhold judgment here going forward. But this is what Bayless does, man. And this is what First Take was all about. And apparently from the couple reviews I read today, you know, Shannon's, you know, trying to find his way. So apparently he did a lot of shouting today. Uh, the lady in the middle is the very fetching and the very gorgeous Joy Taylor, uh, one of my favorites. And I think, you know, again, from the looks, she's Jason Taylor's younger sister, Jason Taylor from uh, the Miami Dolphins linebacker. But, you know, as far as, you know, if you're going to have the lovely ladies out there, she's uh, um, a very knowledgeable uh, South Florida sports fan, knows what she's talking about, and I enjoy her takes. But I had just uh, Bayless, and now you throw Sharp in the mix. I don't know, man. You guys tell me what you think. Again, Vince right here, Sports Done Right. Oh, we've got to welcome my one and only brother-in-law, Angie's young brother, Jeff, pulls up in here. Jeff says, don't share the cocaine with Skip. Skip got salty. Yes, he did. What up, Jeffrey? <clears throat> Appreciate you uh, pulling up some time here with Sports Done Right tonight. Man, we're almost an hour in, too. So, All right. So, yeah, that's what's going on with Skip. I'll tell you what. When we come back, because, again, I wanted to just have some fun, play some music, you know, just kind of just enjoy the night. It's very hot. It's actually pretty muggy here in Minnesota. It's a rainy, cloudy day, cloudy evening. So I'm glad I get to hang out with my people, the House of Representatives all the way from Georgia. Hey, last week's show was heard in Belgium, people. Belgium. All right. Oh, and uh, one thing, too, that we did last week, we went over 14,000 plays on Spreaker in um, about 14 months' time. So on a serious note, man, for everybody out there, uh, Vince Wright, the sports governor from Minnesota, thanks you. I, I really appreciate it. I never thought that I'd be doing this uh, 14 months later on the regular with a great group of people, talking to people, actually meeting people, being followed on Twitter, having people call me. Um, when this Teddy News broke, four different hosts of different shows gave the Sports Gov a call to get the Minnesota take, man. So this thing is growing by leaps and bounds. I'm proud to be an X Squad affiliate member. And, man, I can't wait to catch up with everybody this weekend. Doug Stewart as well. SME, of course, got to give them a shout-out as well. Um, so, man, lots of lots of props to go around. Jungle Brother gave me the name, the Gov. And who, who you know, I didn't even know that would stick. You know, half the world knows me as the Gov now. So, man, I appreciate it. All right, man. So let's do this here. When we come back, there is a fun little article that I found, again, on uh, MSN. And I really want folks to get out there and start, you know, get off ESPN, get off some of these major kind of websites and, 
you know, start exploring some blogs and getting out there. There's, there's so much good information. There's a lot of good writers. There's a lot of people like you and me that are doing some real good shows and some real entertaining things. So, you know, get out the Google search and, you know, when you want to hear a new sports show or maybe you're looking for some new takes on your favorite team, instead of going to ESPN or, or something like that, you know, go check out a blog, go check out something, uh, you know, a video update or something, man, because a lot of good people out there doing big things. So, all right, let's do this. I wanted to feature some more uh, Minnesota music. And of course, this was a big one that went over here. Obviously, lots of stuff going on. Brother Ali, again, from the Rhyme Sayers label, the, again, the white albino rapper, who is legally blind, but can rap his butt off, talking about the situation in the country here. Um, Songs called Uncle Sam Goddamn. It was one of the favorites that went off a couple weeks ago when I played it, so I thought I'd use it for a break here. So we are almost an hour in. When we come back, um, we're going to go over some more uh, topics here. We're going to talk a little bit about what ESPN um, has up their sleeves we're also going to talk about uh, where Mike Tarico might land in terms of covering some football. The aforementioned Joy Taylor. Um, we're going to talk about her real quick as well. So lots of stuff going on. And also, we're going to talk to you about what the NFL is making for a 30-second commercial this season. Man, what can I say? Um, before I... Hit the music. Oh, let me go into this chat room here. Oh, there's Telgo, the go survived the recall election. Hey, man, the, the choice was always clear and the, the uh, results were never in doubt, baby. I love representing this great state um, from up on the Great Lakes where R.C. Ronald Cameron is, man, you know, over to the Iron Range, to the, the sweet, sweet prairies of southern Minnesota. They all come to the Sports Gov, baby. So I appreciate that there, Togo. And, oh, by the way, good to have Togo back. He's been gone for a month hanging out in Cuba doing his thing. So check out the Lonely Hearts Cafe, which is coming back live this week. Oh, Truck D, Truck D. With his big Tennessee avatar in there. RC says a few years ago, Aikman asked his agent how much it would cost him if he punched Skip in the face. He really hates Skip Bayless, obviously with good reason. Uh, Sluggo says Skip is in is an in shape old man. Troy will mess around and catch a fade. Then the gay rumors will be even more rampant. Oh boy, let me go back. What are we talking about here? Uh, oh, JB Jennings up in the joint. What up, JB? Sorry about that, my brother. Appreciate you coming through as always, J.B. Jennings. He says, Fox stole first takes whole style. And, you know, again, that's what it said from the early reviews that the Gov read. So I hear you there, man. All right, so let's do this here. When we come back, we'll get in some other uh, NFL kind of news and notes. Like I said, we got some fun little stories here. We're going to get in some college football as well. We're going to talk about Oklahoma's quarterback situation going to touch on them Golden Gophers. We're going to give you a few players in the Big Ten to keep an eye on. Uh, The running back duo down at Iowa, you really want to keep an eye on them two running backs as well. So when we come back, the Gov will fill you in. 
Keep it tuned here. Spreaker.com. Sports done right. Uh, the name of this song is Uncle Sam Goddamn. It's a show tune, but the show ain't been written for it yet. We're going to see if Tony Jerome and the band can maybe work this shit out for me. Straighten me out right quick. Welcome to the United Snakes, land of the thief, home of the slave. Grand Imperial Guard, where the dollar is sacred and proud. Let's do the shit for real, come on now. Smoke and mirrors, stripes and stars, stolen for the cross in the name of God. Bloodshed, genocide, rape and fraud, written to the pages of the law, good law. The cold continent latchkey child ran away one day and started acting foul. King of where the wild things are, daddy's proud Cause the Roman Empire done passed it down Imported and tortured the workforce And never healed the wounds or shook the curse off Now the grown-up Goliath nation Holding open auditions for the part of David Can you feel Nothing can save you You question the rain, you get rushed in and chained up Fist raised, but I must be insane Cause I can't figure a single goddamn way to change Welcome to the United Snakes, land of the thief, home of the slave. The Grand Imperial Guard, where the dollar is sacred and power is God. Welcome to the United Snakes, land of the thief, home of the slave. The Grand Imperial Guard, where the dollar is sacred and power is God. All must bow to the fat and lazy. The fuck you obey me or why do they hate me? Who me? Only two generations away from the world's most despicable slavery trade. Pioneered so many ways to degrade a human being that it can't be changed to this day. Legacy so ingrained in the way that we think we no longer need chains to be slaves. Lord, it's a shameful display. The overseers even got raped along the way. Cause the children can't escape from the pain And they born with the poisonous hatred in their veins Try and separate a man from his soul You only strengthen him and lose your own But shoot that fucker if he walk near the throne Remind him that this is my home Now I'm gone Welcome to the United Snakes Land of the thief, home of the slave The grand imperial guard Where the dollar is sacred and power is gone Hold on, give me one right here, hold on. You don't give money to the bums On the corner with a sign bleeding from their gums Talking about you don't support a crackhead What you think happens to the money from your taxes? Shit, the government's the addict With a billion dollar a week kill brown people habit And even if you ain't on the front line When master yell crunch time, you right back at it Man, look at how you hustling backwards At the end of the year, add up what they subtracted Three out of twelve months, your salary pay for that madness Man, that's sadness What's left? Get a big-ass plasma to see where they made Dan Rather point the damn camera Only approved questions get answered Now stand your ass up for that national anthem Welcome to the United States Land of the thief, home of the slave The Grand Imperial Guard Where the dollar is sacred and power is gone Welcome to the United States Land of the thief, home of the slave. Grand and 
is sacred and power is God. And no matter how it goes down, your sports talk, it's going to be all right. So forget the GOP, the DNC, the only party in town is at the Governor's Mansion. The Governor of Sports Talk, that is. Every Tuesday night right here on Spreaker, come on over and get your sports done right. Now let's get back to the show with the big, smooth, fence right. What up, what up, what up? Vince Wright, sports governor. Sports done right. Welcome back, people. Sports done right again on Spreaker.com, XSquadAffiliates.com. Make sure you're checking out all the XSquad Affiliates and their shows, all the bios, all the info you need, man. We got a new uh, blog section coming up for the website, videos, all kinds of fun stuff coming up. The first lady um, appearing through the looking glass here, whipping up some chicken stir fry. So the gov is going to eat like a king after this show so this comes from sports business daily folks uh one of their writers george or excuse me john orand reports that the nbc is charging seven hundred thousand dollars for a 30 second spot on sunday night football and five hundred and sixty thousand per 30 second spot on Thursday night football. Can you believe that? Fox is charging kind of around the same. They charge 700000 for the 30-second ad for the 425 Eastern kickoff. CBS is charging 650000 for that same time frame. Prices for the earlier afternoon kickoffs range from 300000 to half a million dollars per 30-second ad. Wow, man. Woo. On fire, man. <laughs> All for a, a, you know, I've often wondered about commercials. You know, you see them, but okay, you see a car commercial. Do you then go, you know what? I got to go have that new Ford or the next car I'm getting is a Ford. Or, you know, um, I, I remember seeing the commercial for that. You know, I ain't buying it, man. <laughs> Togo from Team Broadcasting says those are X Squad rates. Yeah, let's hope, man. One day, one day soon. And, and by the way, like we said, the X Squad affiliates as a collective, we're going to have some very big announcements coming down the pipe here in the next few weeks. So, folks, definitely, definitely keep it tuned here. You're hearing it first here on Sports Done Right, man. But lots of big things coming for all the shows. 
And man, I cannot wait to share that info with you, but all in due time. Sluggo, the hammer, the chief justice himself says people are still buying products based on TV ads, question mark. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Um, Rate of return, man. I don't think it's good at all. I mean, how often? Let me put the question to you in the chat room and for anybody out there listening to Sports Done Right. um, You can hit me up on Twitter at the big smooth one. You can also uh, follow the show on uh, Facebook at Sports Done Right, W-R-I-G-H-T. Spreaker.com, if you're listening, make sure you sign up for an account at Spreaker and follow Sports Done Right. You'll be alerted when the show goes live all the time, and you can come on through the live chat room here as well. And again, the phone number to call the show if you want to get with the Gov on the phone lines, 651-968-0124. So we got about an hour left tonight, rocking and rolling. I don't know. I, th- I hope John Micro- John the Fisher, cooking with the microwave, is following us tonight. But we will see. Fisher, if you're listening, let us know if you are cooking tonight. So uh, let's see here. Oh, got to welcome the co-host of my other show. That's right, folks. You know him. You love him. And, you know, also, by the way, this little guy is going to have a show coming up himself real soon on a speaker format and on X Squad affiliates as well. He is the one and only Reggie Lawrence. And here's his theme. <laughs> I'm just messing with you, Reg. I'm just messing with you. I ain't going to play your song tonight, man. I am not going to play your song tonight. Um, but Reggie Lawrence, also known as Dollars and Cents, is up in here as well. And I cannot wait to uh, hear his new show. But, you know, uh, you uh, uh, well, you know, let's do it. Short people got no reason. Welcome, Reggie Lawrence, Dollars and Cents. What up, Red? <laughs> Reggie, what's going down, my man? Just had to get Reg back, taking some shots earlier today. Uh, me and Reggie co-host the Sports and More show on Thursdays here on XSquadAffiliates.com and Spreaker.com as well. So come on through Thursday night. Check out me and Reg. We're gonna, I'm sure football will be king of the day. Um, Reg, his Steelers are ready to see if they can climb back into the uh, number one slot there. Out there in, uh, what is it, the AFC South. Um, see what Cincinnati has to say about that. And of course, and I hope she comes back real soon. We got to have Reggie's sister, now an ex-squad affiliate uh, member herself, the lovely Jackie back on because, man, that's where the sports brains are in that family. No doubt. Oh, Lord, there she is. All the way from Georgia herself. The one and only Tap Tap Spicy Conversations. What up, Spicy? 
All right, and we are back. Anyway, folks, so, um, yeah, lots of money being paid out for these ads, if you can believe that. Now, Mike Tirico, he seems to uh, have the heads-up position here. Once uh, Al Michaels decides to call it a day, it looks like Tirico is going to be the future play-by-play voice for Sunday Night Football. Apparently, uh, some of the big wigs all but confirmed it in an interview with Sports Illustrated. Quote, I certainly think he is in position to take Al Michaels' role. When Al decides to step away, said NBC Sports Chairman Mark Lazarus, that I think our collective expectation for... Or, excuse me, did I read that right? Yeah, so anyway, Tariqo's in when Al hangs up the tweet or the, uh, the jacket and be interesting. You know, Al Michael's been around forever. See how much longer he wants to do this as well. Oh, God, welcome the one and only cooker of the dinner. She holds down the executive mansion over there in the east wing while the Gov uh, populates the west wing there. First lady of Minnesota Sports Talk. We are still looking for the all-conference certificate, but I love that girl. She is Angie Wright. Winona State alumnus and wife of the go. What up, First Lady? Good to have Angie in here. She just picked up Sid from one of her mini practices of what the mini sports that our daughter is playing. Oh, hold on. Got a call here. Caller, thank you for calling. Sports done right. Who's on the line tonight? Caller, are you there? Uh, doesn't maybe it's not working. Um, caller, you can try us back there, or maybe we can try them back. Nope, it wasn't working there. So, caller, give us a call back. Oh, hold on here. This should be working now. Caller, are you there? Yeah, can you hear me? Oh, there we go. Yes, we can. Ladies and gentlemen, the co-host of the Sports and More Show, Reggie Lawrence. What's up, Reg? What, what's up? Why are you switching my theme song, man? What? what Start right there, what? off of there. I'm sorry, what's that, sir? Why why you switch out the theme song that we had talked about? You went with the old ass. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Reg. My fault, brother. Hold on. Ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) Reggie got a new theme song. Give me one second. Here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, let me go. Okay, Reg, hold on. Let me give you proper introduction here on the Sports Done Right show. Ladies and gentlemen, all the way. Standing five foot two. I'll let you get away So, what's up, man? How you been, man? I'm doing good, sir. How you been, brother? I've uh, been busy, man. I uh, DJing all over the place. There's some damn tractor pool. I thought I was going to get lynched, but hey, it ended up working out. 
Hey, good to hear, man. Good to hear. Um, big Reggie up in the mix. Now, Reg, um, before we get into a little sports talk here, uh, tell people you are making plans for a new show um, that you're going to be doing yeah. solo. So why don't you tell people um, what you are up to, my friend? Yeah, man. So the show, well, you know, my, my alias is Dollars and Cents because if it don't make dollars, it don't make sense. But you know, I seem to make a lot of uh dollars right. and cents but i have decided to do a show called giving you my two cents and it's pretty much gonna cover all topics everything man everything all right so, well uh, good to hear man so i obviously we'll be hearing a lot of cheerleading from mike tomlin on here we'll get a lot of lebron love of course a lot of cleveland cavalier love um you okay there brother yeah, no, I mean, one thing you definitely going to get is you, you, you ain't going to have like you were stretching or something, man. Well, you know, you, I, you definitely It's been a long have, day, Reggie, ride, right? It's been I'm a long day. I'm not going to ride the fence. You know, I'm not going to neutral. That, that's one thing you're going to get from me. I'm going to tell it like it is, you know. White I'm going to have everybody call, man, but I ain't going to put up with any stupid mess, man. We're just not going to talk race politics and race all the time. So it's going to be a very entertaining show. All my friends, I think. We'll uh, find it very exciting and, and a lot of dialogue, man. I'm excited. Well, good to hear, man. I'm glad, I'm glad you're doing it. I can't wait to be a caller and, and check it out. And, um, you know, big things coming for you, man. Hey, uh, before we get started, I'll give my best to the uh, lovely Carla as well. Um, how is she doing? Be, be a, the, she's a big Michigan fan. Big win last week, right? <laughs> uh, I mean, she got excited. But I told her to slow her roll. I mean, they played against <laughs> kids and Kids that traveled thousands of miles, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, whoa. You know, but, yeah, they excited. It's all right. She bought her kid these damn those, uh, Nike uh, drum yeah, I saw drum that, yes. Yeah, she wouldn't tell me how much they cost. That's interesting how that goes, right? Always. <laughs> Always. Yeah. Hey, yeah, man. Uh, so, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, bro. No, I was saying we, we definitely have a different disciplining style. So, it is what it is, but I guess that's what makes us work, you know. Reggie wants to kill people. <laughs> no nah, man, I just I just believe like my mother Mary raised me, man. You got respect respect your parents, man. You can't be you know talking back, disrespect. You got to work hard for oh, what man. you did. What, you welcome know? to being a kid, shit. But anyway, nah, man. man, let me let me ask you here about your favorite football team. You know the season is ready to kick off. Um, you got the Pittsburgh Steelers out there. Uh, I was actually, I was hoping I, I met this gentleman through Twitter. He runs a um, Cincinnati bingo blog. Um, mm-hmm. I'm probably going to have him on one, either my show or our show next week. But um, what do you think um, of your Steelers chances? Can they take down Cincinnati? You know, I think uh, since he, you know, might be the biggest threat, you know, Baltimore obviously still out there, but what do you see early on for your Steelers, Reg? Yeah, I, I think the biggest uh, challenge will be the Bengals, but you know their their defense is getting kind of old too. So you know you got Pac-Man Jones who, who's uh, in and out of the lineup. Perfect is going to be suspended for what, whatever game. So um, I still don't think Andy Dalton is, is the you know uh, a top tier quarterback. Okay. They lost uh, Marvin Jones, so I expect you know, Pittsburgh to actually win the division and beat Cincinnati. Um, early on, uh, D'Angelo Williams is going to be fine. Uh, Le'Veon Bell's only out three games, so I'm excited, man. I just wish Bryant would have, you know, 
continue to smoke weed, but I, I, I think we're going to be off to a good start. <laughs> Reg. <laughs> hey, man. And, again, we got the co-host of the Sports & More show with the sports governor, Vince Wright, Reggie Lawrence, uh, also known as DJ Dollars and Cents, one of the baddest DJs up there in uh, central Michigan. And, Reg, so, okay, um, so we're talking Pittsburgh here. What do you see for Roethlisberger this year, man? Now, again, I always put the caveat out there, barring injury, but, you know, if he, did, if he does stay upright this year, um, you know, Big Ben kind of starting to get up there in years himself. You know, he's been knocked around a lot. Uh, yeah. What do you see for Big Ben this year? Well, the line is actually back. I think it's going to um, – you talk, you got Pouncey back. Uh, Villanueva. You have the, uh, Villanueva there, DeCastro. Um, so they're going to be really good. And I, I think as you get older, he's going to be wiser if you ask me. I don't think he's going to, you know, take as many shots. But um, if you think he's, he's missed games, but he hasn't missed whole season. So that's the other thing. You know, he, he's there. He, he, he gets hurt. But Big Ben is, you know, a, a sturdy quarterback. Am I a big fan of him? No, personally, no. Um, I didn't like how he, you know, decided he wanted to tell Kaepernick that he, you know, was disrespectful when as much garbage as he's done in the past. So to me, yeah, I, yeah. You know, I think Big Ben definitely ben has to shut up. that. Absolutely. But he's an elite um, talent. Top, oh, yeah, top three. Yeah. Top mm-hmm. three. I put him top three or top four quarterback. Definitely. Okay. Um, so with that being said, um, let's see. Pittsburgh. Um, let's see here. So they open up with Washington. Yep. The skins down there. So what do you see opening night down in the nation's capital? Obviously big game. You know, it's the night game, Monday night football. Um, what do you got, man? Can they uh, de- dethrone Washington and Kirk Cousins? Oh, yeah. I think it's going to be a blowout. I mean um, – Ooh, a blowout, really? Oh, yeah. No one can hang, hang with Pittsburgh's offense. And I think Pittsburgh's defense is actually under- in underrated. In Washington. Well, yeah, I'm not eh, – you know, it, it is what it is. Washington is not this great place, you know, tough place to play at. Kirk Cousins is okay. But other than that, who else do they have as far as on the you know the offense, you know? And then their yeah. defense doesn't uh, scare me, so I, I I predict a blowout. I mean, well, for me, blowout, I would say maybe fourteen point game. I predict Pittsburgh's going to beat them. So hey, I got a question for you, you and the, the callers. No one answered it in our chat room. So so if Michael Vick was so good, right? Why why for one? Did they cut they, – I wouldn't say cut them, but they believed in Michael Vick last year. I'm going to be nice. The GM and Tomlin. I'm not going to bash Tomlin. They both brought him in, right? They actually played right. Michael Vick before, you know, uh, he didn't have any training camp or anything. They started him. But then why not bring him back? And Landry Jones was horrible, and he would have had a whole training camp. Why didn't they, why didn't they bring him back? And then the other question is, is – if he was that great, how come your Vikings didn't give him a shout, a tryout? You said you wished he would have, but you danced around the, the fact is, why didn't he? Why didn't he get one, Vince, in your opinion? Very good question, man. Here's the thing. Who really knows, but I think that by NFL standards, you know, the, the GMs, all the people in the suits, they probably think Vic is done. He's washed up. He's used goods. You know, whatever you want to say down that road. Would you tend to agree with that? I've been saying that he was done. 
<laughs> I mean, you know, uh, no, did Landry Jones be that great? No, he's not. I've never said that. But I, I definitely think Vic's done. I thought he was done last year too. But, you know. He so, still deserved a tryout. I, 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 exactly. I, you know, I just think that if you know he could get a look somewhere, I still think there he there's room for him on somebody's roster. But you know, he's not getting I a agree. look right now. He's not getting a look, and it, it is kind of interesting. But I think that a lot of people feel that way about him. Is that he's just you know he's done, and well, whether they don't want to just you know, give him a shot, take that chance, whatever the case is, you know, he, uh, you know, what did, what did he do last year in Pittsburgh? He didn't really do a whole lot. Um, I mean, I, you know, he can't, he can't be any worse than Jones per se, but nobody again in the chat room wants to, all they say is Vic is, you know, he gets hated on, he gets this and that. I'm just trying to ask everybody honest opinion. Why? And you got, Tomlin was a big reason why he brought Vic in. I had no issues with that why with a full training camp why would Tomlin not keep him around and the GM I don't understand that no no one no, no one in the chat room wants to answer oh, that OG Dion here in the chat here again this is sports done right on Spreaker.com and xsquadaffiliates.com uh, OG says it's too many garbage quarterbacks out there Vic is good um, but, but Clay again, says OG, Go ahead. Sorry. I was just going to say real quick, real quick, excuse me, Clay Davis says that Vic is done, so is Matt Cassell. Um, I would definitely agree with that, but we're talking about Vic here. I don't know, man. I just think that, you know, obviously the GMs. Why well, wouldn't Tomlin bring him back? At least let him try out. That's my whole thing. Like, Tomlin brought him in, and Tomlin was like, okay, I'm going to deal with, the, you know, the issues. Him and the GM brought him in. Why would he not let the man go through training camp? I'm just really puzzled by this. I hear you. I hear you. Okay. I don't know. You know, but I mean, you know, he had that hamstring injury that he suffered. Um, you know, I think um, – I can't remember. might have been the Cardinals game or something. You know, he messed up his hamstring. Uh, they brought Landry Jones back in. So, I just think I that people me. think he's injury prone on top of everything yeah. else. And what is Vic? They're going to say, oh, you know, he's up there at 36 now, 37 years old. Man, I would have liked to seen him, uh, tr- you know, get a shot this summer. Oh, totally. With a full training camp over Landry Jones. I'm actually hell, hell of an athlete, you know, yeah. um, th- through some of the prettiest uh, spirals you'll ever see. And like I yeah. said back last week, I definitely thought the Vikings should have brought him in for a tryout, an interview, something. Um, I agree. But, you know, last week, you know, the Vikings fans and everybody else, we weren't expecting Bradford to happen either. So who knows, man? Um, you know that's the thing that sucks about not being able to have access, Reg, and really see what's going on behind these closed doors. So let me ask you this, sir: What the hell is your boys doing? And I understand you got to, you know, you putting your chips all in, but damn, a first round and what a fourth round? I agree. I agree. You're not going to get any arguments from me, Reg. You're not Holy getting any arguments crap. from me. Okay. But, but you know, it is, like I said earlier in the show, man, it is what it is right now. And if you're a Vikings fan, you got to roll with it, man. I mean, what am I going to do? I, I can sit here and raise holy hell, but I still want my team to win. You know, oh, so I know. We, you know, I, yeah, we got to roll know, with it. But, yeah, I, I agree. But also, um, I'm trying to actually look 
Um, cause I think you came in a little late. So if you go back and listen yeah. to the show, I actually read, um, one of my columnists here in the St. Paul pioneer press talked about how, actually how many draft picks the Vikings do have over the next couple years. And it actually kind of washes itself out. We actually have uh, okay. eight draft picks over the next uh, couple years in the fourth round mm-hmm. or higher. So we should be able to weather that first round pick next year, depending on where they finish. But we'll see. You know, I, you okay. know, I agree. It, it is a lot to give up. But, you know, like you said, the Vikings want to win now. They got the stadium built, you know, taxpayer money. You know how that goes, it, you know, just from a political standpoint. So the Vikings got to show dividends now. Hmm. All right. No, I would have joined earlier. I had to do two damn fantasy drafts at the same time, man. It, oh, it wow. was crazy. I probably lose them both knowing, you know, when you do do too many things at once. But what a, did you comment on your sorry-ass Gophers, man, that performance? Did you comment on well, that? Well, Gophers were uh, going to be coming up here in our last segment. We're going to okay. get into college football. <laughs> but But since I got you on the line. Yeah, um, I, I will say this about the Gophers. First, again, I got to give props, more props than Oregon State was getting coming in because, you know, I think last week I told you how, you know, the week before the game they were still having open tryouts on campus for, to find players for this team. Um, when they were on the field, Reggie, they looked like a football team. Now, I'm not saying the world beaters by any means, but they they played better than what they were billed as. You follow me? Yeah. Yeah, I, I know, think I said I thought that Oregon State was going to beat your boys, but well, they barely it, lost. You know, when I heard, Reg, that there was, um, you know, tryouts being held, I thought that, you know, maybe they didn't have enough players to field the team. <laughs> so when they came out there, they had plenty of players. So I said, okay, well, that's not the issue. And then when they came out and, you know, they actually got the first score. Yeah, you know they they you know they looked like a football team. They looked like a lower tier football team, and the Gophers came out stale as usual, um, which they are, have tend to do under our present quarterback Mitch Leidner, which is never good, especially when you play in the Big Ten. And we're going to talk about the Big Ten, and now all Ooh. of a sudden, how uh, nobody was talking about Wisconsin, and you know we saw what happened with them. So the Gophers all of a sudden have a very long road to home and to get back to a bowl game. But we'll get into that a little later here. Um, outside of that, Reg, man, you know, it, it was Minnesota football. They came out flat. Uh, they warmed up. They, they played a pretty decent uh, second half. But, you know, you're going to have to bring more to the table if you're going to try and, you know, get to the uh, upper half of your division here. Yeah, man, when you got Ohio State with a ton of freshmen, I mean, just a ton, they they got to pick it up. Um, do you remember, and then, you know, I'll, I'll let you go, I won't keep you, but do you remember um, people poo-pooed me? I, I said last year that, you know, I once you the SEC steps out of the South and plays up north or plays a Big Ten team up north, different ball game. And people are like, whatever, that that's stupid, I don't think so. And I contend that that once they come out of that you know that the south anything goes anywhere you know in a neutral site or even if you mm-hmm. play in the big 10 and and wisconsin showed that you know with the uh the the w up here in lambeau field so um big 10 football is not you know all that per se but you know football isn't all just about playing in in 100 degree weather you know and football is meant to be played everywhere outdoors period point blank so it was good to see that, and I hope our boys represent. So, well, let me let me ask you this, my friend. 
um, because you bring up a very, very interesting uh, point here. And again, the sports done right people here on Spreaker.com. Vince Wright, your sports governor from Minnesota with Reggie Lawrence out of Michigan here. What do you think about college football and these um, kind of big games at neutral field sites? It was a topic I was going to kind of delve into next week, but since I got you on the line, Reg, and here's where I'm going with this, and then just kind of tell me what you think. Now, I'm all for it every once in a while. You know, you got the cocktail party between Florida and Georgia. You know, I think it's played every year down at the Gator Bowl or what used to be the Gator Bowl in Jacksonville. Um, you know, obviously uh, Alabama has opened up. Uh, you know, last year they played Wisconsin down at uh, Cal- at the Cowboy Stadium. Yeah. You know, games like that. While I do like those occasionally, and obviously there's money that's behind everything, I would really love to see, let's take the Red River rivalry game, Oklahoma and Texas. Every year it's played at the Cotton Bowl on the state fairgrounds in Dallas. I would really love to see Dallas, or excuse me, for Texas to go up to Norman, Oklahoma and try and beat Oklahoma. I would love to see Oklahoma come on down to Austin, Texas. And by the way, we saw Austin on fire um, a couple days ago for that Notre Dame game, a phenomenal setting for college football, man, when Texas is good. That's where I'm going with it, Reg. I'm just saying every once in a while, I want to see these teams play on their field as opposed to a neutral field just because they can get more fans. Thoughts, please. Um, I, I get your point, but this year, to me, I thoroughly enjoyed the beginning uh, weekend of, of college football. And, and I have been saying that for a long time is that, you know, now that we have these um, four-game playoffs, the thought of uh, – I, I, I was shocked. I was like, what? LSU coming to Lambeau and they're going to obviously do a home and away or whatever, neutral close. To me, that's exciting football. That right there shows that, you know, you're gonna, I think you're going to get more ratings when you do stuff like that. When you leave your comforts of your own, you know, at, uh, conference and you go somewhere else, you travel far, I love stuff like that. And I hope that they continue to do that, obviously, next oh, year. Oh, I, I do, too. Like I said, don't get, it, don't get it wrong. I'm not saying this isn't fun and sh- we shouldn't do it. I just don't want it to get out of hand. That's what I'm saying, I guess, because it seems like every year there's more and more games that are at neutral field sites and some games that really don't even need to be there. You know, um, they can, until they try playing Illinois and Northwestern at Soldier Field, man, 80,000 people ain't coming out to watch Northwestern play Illinois. Yeah, but then you won't, that really won't be a big game, though. No, think of about course it. not. I mean, I know. if you, if if you you put yourself as the AD and say your big time program, you know you're like, hey, I I want to make some cash. You're Wisconsin, you come up here, you know, or come near here, and then we go to neutral site. I think that's what's going to bring more viewers and more money when you have games like that. And it now people are tired of these horrible, you know, teams up front, like just easy cupcake games. I just thought that that LSU was kind of well, game was yeah, amazing. and the good thing those games are going away too by this new rule with the NCAA that you know the the Power Five conferences moving forward now will not be able to schedule FCS opponents. So um, the old division again, I'm dating myself age wise that I used to I keep calling it the old Division One AA schools. Um, will no longer be able or won't they? Literally, those games if they do play won't count 
And the only way they're being played now is because the contracts were already signed. So right. you're going to start seeing more games like um, Minnesota and Oregon State. You're going to see maybe your Ohio State team. Now, Ohio State's lucky because they got all those Division One schools right in state there. But yeah, know, but they they're gonna go they're playing Oklahoma in two weeks. So oh yeah, that's gonna be Ohio huge. State's gonna have and, to put that garbage out too. <laughs> well, but here's the thing, and you know, you know that kind of takes me to my next question with you because we had to yeah. talk about this here. Obviously, they're going down to Oklahoma now. Here's the flip side: if they go down there and handle their business, and Oklahoma continues to have a good year, that's just gonna do nothing but help Ohio State in terms of. You know, getting those points, moving up the polls, and getting into one of those top four seeds. So yep. I got nothing but mad respect for your school going down there and scheduling a game like that. And plus, I, I, here's how I feel. And again, this is Sports Done Right on Spreaker.com. I feel that if you're an elite program like an Ohio State, Bama, you know, we can name a few others, you you should be playing some games like that. You should be playing other elite teams. Um, that's what yeah. separates, uh, you know, a school like Ohio State from Minnesota or, wh- or whatever other campus you want to throw up there. No, I, I, I agree with you. Uh, you know, I'm pretty excited uh, for college this year. I usually, prefer, like I said, prefer NFL, but it is what it is. So I won't bash your boys too much, man. Uh, you know, I, I, I won't <laughs> uh, crush you too much, you know, so yeah. – you all right, my brother. Man, brother. Well, I will uh, take off, man. Thanks for uh, taking the uh, call, and uh, we will get back after Thursday then, right? Tell the people the name of the show. It is the Sports and More Show, Thursday at uh, 8 o'clock, 8 to 10. And, and uh, is Eastern time, uh, 7, or actually, you're wrong, brother. Oh, is it? Have we changed that? I thought <laughs> because of your work schedule, we were going to move it. No, no, you know no. That, right? It's not 8 to 10. It's 7 to nine your time six to eight my time here in the central well you were talking about because of your new job we were possibly going to have that's to move coming it, down the road i apologize then looks like united states is up for nothing about damn time they look like they do something <laughs> playing trinidad tobago though so i can't really get too excited hey thanks for but, that uh, yeah thursday let's, let's yeah, no problem. Thursday, let's make sure we talk about this whole Colin Kaepernick thing. And I got some other stuff that I'd like to throw by you, my man. That sounds like a plan to me, sir. So let's do this. All righty. Oh, me and the lovely Carla are supposed to be venturing up uh, to catch, hang out with you and the first lady in November to catch a game. So uh, that'll probably be the one and only time I'll definitely cheer for your Gophers. Okay, well, I'd love to have you. I was not told of this. So it sounds like the first lady's putting – Plans in motion, of course, without checking with her superior being the governor of Minnesota Sports. <laughs> yeah. Right. Okay. But nah, yeah, seriously. Right. Yeah, that'd be fun, man. Can't wait to uh, meet you guys, have you on up here, and uh, uh, take you on down to the front row. All right, my brother. We will uh, catch up Thursday. All right, ladies and gentlemen, he is the one. He is the only. Little sawed off is his name. You know him as Reggie Lawrence. <laughs> <laughs> take it easy, Reg. Later. Hello, I wish I was a little bit taller. I wish I was a baller. I wish I had a girl who looked good. I would call Thank you, Reggie, for popping in here, my friend. 
the one and only Dollar, DJ Dollars and Cents. Let me get in this chat room here, man. I haven't read any chat here in a long, long time. And whatever the dress that this lady is wearing on the NFL Network, um, keep it going. Keep it going. All right, going back here. I know Togo Team Broadcasting been talking a lot of crap here tonight, but let's start with the lovely spicy Kiki. You sneaking around Spreaker tonight, I see. Oh, yes, the lovely Kiki. Uh, OG Dion says too many. Oh, we already read that one. Uh, Clay Davis, Narco, says it could be a salary reasons why the Steelers didn't bring him back. And I'm sure that that may have had something to do with it. Uh, Let's see here. Oh, Clay, have a good night, sir. He had the peep out on us. Uh, Togo says, Gov, do you pay to see the Gophers or do they have fan tryouts also? You know, Togo came back from his vacation, month-long vacation. I don't know, man. Togo a little ornery or something. (laughs) I got you, Togo. Fogo, or he says, football is meant to be played in Minnesota by the opponents. There he goes again. Sluggo from Atlanta. This means more tune-up games with FBS uh, G5 opponents, which bodes well for those schools, absolutely. Um, Let's see here. Melvin (laughs) against at Gophers. Yes, indeed. Big Ten talk, baby. Oh, and, you know, while we are on the Big Ten here as we transition into a little college football talk, a couple players here I want you guys to keep an eye on here. Um, the cool steady hand at quarterback from Iowa, CJ Bethard. Now this guy is, and again, a, a rival of my gopher. So it crushes me to say this, but you know, he's a, he's a solid quarterback. Um, you know, they had a great run last year. Obviously he completed a 62% of his passes last year, 17 touchdowns against only five interceptions last year. He also ran for six touchdowns. The guy's got deceptively fast speed. He he's kind of tall and lanky, but once he gets going, man, he's he's got them long strides, and you know some people can't catch him. So keep an eye on the Iowa quarterback here as we talk a little Big Ten. C.J. Beathard. Now his teammate Desmond King. This dude is phenomenal. He is uh, the punt returner and their starting cornerback. He's a Jim Thorpe Award winner. He came back for his senior season after having eight interceptions last year and 72 tackles. Um, He was All-American as well. He also averaged almost 15 yards per punt return as well. So Desmond King um, out of Iowa as well. William Likely, he's a cornerback out of Maryland. Now, Maryland, not a big football power, but this All-American, by the way, was third in the nation in punt returns, averaging over 17 yards. Um, two were returned for touchdowns, and he took a kickoff to the house as well last year. So keep an eye on him. Um, who else we got here? Now, the quarterback for Illinois, and we'll, we'll talk a little Illinois here shortly, Wes Lunt. Um, this guy is a very interesting prospect. Not quite there yet, but has some spurts that really has the Gov's eye on him. And if this guy can mature and takes take some some big steps this year. Illinois can surprise in a couple of these games and really get this thing going in the right way um, with Lovey Smith. So Wes Lunt, the quarterback for Illinois, you want to keep an eye on him as well. Um, Tommy, Tommy Armstrong. Oh, yes. So as he goes, the Nebraska offense goes. 
Um, his opening game, he had no interceptions. Dual threat quarterback can do it all when he's on, but he had 16 interceptions last year, man. That ain't going to cut it. And, you know, he has 29 rushing and passing TDs. We will see. He's got a couple good wide receivers to look at, and we'll see what he can do down there in Nebraska. Uh, Anthony Walker, a linebacker out of Northwestern, 235 pounds in the middle there. He led the Big Ten with 20 and a half tackles for losses and racked up 120 total tackles last year. Um, so the Wildcat defense gave up under 20 points a game last year. They may be able to do it again this year. And Anthony Walker from Northwestern will be a big part of that if they are. Uh, the running back, Justin Jackson, out of Northwestern, he is the Big Ten's best running back. He had over 1,400 yards last year on a staggering, as it says here in the article, um, 312 carries, five touchdowns, and Corey Clement out of Wisconsin, the running back. Um, lackluster performance last year. Sports hernia. He was suspended for the Gopher game. Gopher still lost, but he is back this year. Um, even with all that, he almost had 1,000 yards rushing last year as well. And um, he also had nine touchdowns when he was the backup for Melvin Gordon. So let me tell you, if it's one thing Big Red over there in Wisconsin does, they, they, they're turning out running backs. They got those offensive lines going. Um, let's do this here. We are in the last half hour of the show. Let me get one last break in here. We're going to come back. We're going to finish it off with some college football. Kirk Ferentz gets a six-year extension down in Iowa, by the way. He's going to be making $4.5 million per. So good for him. Got to give it up for him, even though I'm not an Iowa fan. And when we come back, we're going to get into the SEC. We're going to talk about some players of the week for the Southeastern Conference. So let's get one last break in here on Sports Done Right. Um, we're going to come back. As Doug says, we're going to read your chat. Um, we're going to have lots of good times here. XSquadAffiliates.com. Make sure you're checking us out. Um, and also, make sure you're checking out Doug Stewart as well on the Stewart Media and Entertainment Network, the DougStewartShow.com as well, and our fellows over at RealCast also. So here we go, folks. We'll be right back after this break. Number one cheap rocket jersey firm. Lonely Hearts Cafe. Spicy conversations. It's Vince Wright, the sports governor from Minnesota. Man, Daly Young. Microwave. Reggie Long, aka Dollars and Cents. Hey, what's going on, Stu Nation? This is Vince Wright, the sports governor from the great state of Minnesota. want to thank you for listening to Sports Done Right every Wednesday here on SME. Make sure you keep it tuned here for me and all the other X-Squad affiliate shows on SME. Peace. No tricks in 86, it's time to build. 
Check out the Doug Stewart Show Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern Time right here on the Stewart Media and Entertainment Network. It's sports talk. It's guy talk. It's fun talk. Once again, that's the Doug Stewart Show. One half of the world-famous Two Live Stews, Doug Stewart. Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern Time at StewartMediaAndEntertainment.com. Trust me. You'll have more fun than you can shake a stick at. And I got one question for you. Are you not entertained, huh?
in the days on the boulevard I landed. We used to kick routines and the presence was fitting. It was I, the abstract. And me, the five-footer. I kicks the mad style, so step off the Frankfurter. Yo, Fife, you remember that routine that we used to make spiffy like Mr. Clean? Um, um, a tidbit, um, a smidgen. I don't get the message, so you got to <laughs> okay. run the pigeon. You're on point, Fife. All the time, Tip. You're on point, Fife. All the time, Tip. You're on point, Fife. All the time, Tip. But then grab the microphone and let your words rip. Now here's a funky introduction of how nice I am. Tell your mother, tell your father, send a telegram. I'm like an energizer, cause you see I last long. My crew is never ever whack because we stand strong. Now if you say my style is whack, that's where you're dead wrong. I slay that body and El Segundo, then push it along. You be a fool to reply the fight was not the man. Cause you know and I know that you know who I am. A special shout out piece goes out to all my pals, you see. And a middle finger goes for all you punk MCs. Cause I love it when you whack MCs despise me. They get vexed, I will next, gonna contest me. I'm just a fight MC who's five for three and very brave. On top remaining, no home training cause I misbehave. I come correct and full effect of all my holes in check. And before I get the butt, the gym must be a wreck. You see, my aura's positive, I don't promote no junk. See, I'm far from a bully and I ain't a punk. Extremity of rhythm, yeah, that's what you heard. So just clean out your ears and just check the word. Check the time, man. And the presence was fitting, it was I, the Viper. And me, the abstract. The rhymes were so rumping that the brothers rolled the zap. Hey, yo, Tip, do you recall when we used to rock? Uh, those fly routines on your cousin's block? Um, let me see. Damn, I can't remember. I received the message and you will play the same. You're on point, Tip. All the time, Fife. You're on point, Tip. Yeah, all the time, Fife. You're on point, Tip. You're all the time, Fife. So play the resurrector yeah. and give the dead some life. Okay, if knowledge is the key, then just show me the lock. Got the scrawny legs, but I move just like Lou Brock with speed. I'm agile, plus I'm worth your while. 100% intelligent black child. My opera presentation sizzles the retina. How far must you go to gain respect? Um, well, it's kind of simple. Just remain your own or you'll be crazy, sad, and alone. Industry rule number 4080, record company people are shady, so kids watch your back, cause I think they smoke crack, I don't doubt it, look at how they act, look off the better things like a hip hop forum, pass me the rock and I'll score them with the corn and proper, what you say hammer, proper, rap is not pop, if you call it that then stop. And no matter how it goes down, your sports talk, it's going to be all right. So forget the GOP, the DNC, the only party in town is at the Governor's Mansion. The Governor of Sports Talk, that is. Every Tuesday night right here on Spreaker, come on over and get your sports done right. Now let's get back to the show with the big, smooth, fence right. Hey, what's up, everybody? Vince Ray taking you home, the home stretch here of Sports Done Right. Another Tuesday coming up in the books. Uh, haven't heard from John Fisher. Is anybody out there in the chat room, by the way? Uh, I have not, so I don't know if he's rocking or not after my show tonight. But 
I am Vince Wright, sports governor from the great state of Minnesota. Appreciate everybody popping through here tonight. And we have a new guest in the House of Representatives, a.k.a. the chat room, host of the Underground Railroad Show, Real Cast Ranger, uh, numero dos behind Jungle Brother there, and uh, Buckeye backer number one. You know him as that ninja, so we got to give it up for our main man, Ninja T from Huntsville. What's going down, sir? You know, JT Barrett, baby, doing things. Appreciate you coming through here, Ninja. So before we um, get into the SEC talk and uh, end the show here, uh, just a couple of things. Again, Ohio State, especially now since Ninja's in here, JT Barrett looking solid. They're, they've already given them the nickname JT Heisman. So the push has begun for uh, JT to get that statue. But, man, he's off to a rip-roaring start. Ohio State is definitely the favorite in the Big Ten East. The only team, at least right now, and I've been going back and forth with Ninja on this one, but in all seriousness, Michigan State, uh, we'll see how uh, they play out here over the next couple weeks, but it is Ohio State's to lose. I don't think anybody in the West beats them in the Big Ten championship game, at least looking at them right now. So Buckeyes off and running. Big things for JT Barrett all year long. Again, hope that young brother can stay injury-free because he is really one of the true stars of college football. And, you know, depending on where you live, I don't know if you, you get access. I'm in Big Ten country, so obviously I get to see him a lot. But, man, Barrett is one hell of a player, and I really enjoy watching that dude play, man. So um, JT Barrett, Ohio State. Watch for them doing big things. All right, so, of course, since I am going down south on Friday to hang out with Ninja and, um, you know, some of the rest of the people, Jersey and John Fisher and Spicy and uh, Texas Ty, everybody else, let's talk a little SEC football. Let's talk about some players of the week here again. The National Player of the Week. Again, this is an SEC, but got um, some coming down here. But Demarcus Walker, defensive end, Florida State, um, killed Ole Miss Monday night to the <laughs> to only four and a half sacks. By the way, already half a season's worth of sacks. So Demarcus Walker, defensive end, Florida State. Well done, son. National Player of the Week. All right, moving along to the SEC Player of the Week. Now, this man here, phenomenal. I mean, what he's gone through, um, in case you haven't guessed it, the Player of the Week goes to Nick Chubb, running back, University of Georgia. Coming back from an ACL tear that ended his 2015 season, he made up for it 32 times. He rushed 222 yards. Incredible. Incredible there. So um, hats off to him. Uh, Job well done. Uh, Nick Chubb. Um, Also, we got a couple co-freshman players of the week. Shane Bouchelle, quarterback for Texas. 
along with DeAndre Francois, quarterback from Florida State.